Oh, speaking of um, COVID and all that sort of stuff, that hotel that you were mentioning. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, That hotel. Yeah, yeah. Where, oh. where is it? I looked at the Google map, but I couldn't exactly figure it out. It's... The shady stuff happens there all the fucking time. <laughs> all the fucking time. So, there were, like you mentioned previously... The inside looks like a crack yeah, there. So, previously you mentioned... So, there were three of these hotels all the way down Sydney Road, and they have done a Vice, uh, Vice Land special on one of them. It's yeah. now closed. So, it's like a halfway house for people who leave prison and, like, yeah. you know, they need a place to stay and then go to court proceedings or whatever's. Yeah. That place closed down because the managers were peddling meth through that one. That's the one that <laughs> you've seen. So, the one... The one that I'm speaking about is on the corner of Sydney Road and it's not Bell Street, but okay. no Sydney Road and Bell Street. You've got um, a pub. You've got a so it's called Coburg Motoring, <laughs> the good old motoring three star hotel, two point seven stars on uh, I Google. I live next to a motoring. It's the best. <laughs> the reviews are uh, amazing. Like it's the just- photos inside just look like hell on earth, man. It looks like something out of a vice doco on like prisons. Yeah. You know, reform centres and prisons in South Africa. <laughs> there's always, like, one, like, what more do you need? A bed and a place to stay. <laughs> and then there's someone, like... Yeah, I don't want hepatitis. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's a hole in my wall and I can I can see the person next door or, like, there's That's bugs scary. in my bed. Yeah. Dude, they've got a sw- There's a swimming pool in there, too. And there's... I think a couple of months ago, there was a car in there and they had to get it forklifted. Not forklifted, jacked out. With what? The, in the pool? With the crane. Yeah, someone drove it into the pool. How do they get through the pool? Isn't there like a fence line or something? Yeah, but they ran the fence. Ah, the- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, logic. You're so like, such an idiot. You're driving home and there's like five cop cars out yeah. there. And there's always like a couple of people just yelling at each other. So the last incident was somebody got hip and shouldered at the uh, tram stop. I was like, he hip and shouldered me. Like, you hip and shouldered me. And these there's like cops everywhere just for these two guys. And then they start doing running. They start running through the park trying to get away from them. But it's always both two guys were running. Yeah, so they ended up <laughs> they ended up becoming friends and running away from the cops. <laughs> but there's always something random happening there. It's just like I it, can't picture it though. It's it's Bell a, Street and Sydney Road. Not Bell Street, sorry. So a little bit further down Sydney Road, it'll be. It's where they're trying to build the the Holiday Inn for like years. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I mean, I know Sydney Road obviously, but I'm not like familiar with the way you are. It's uh, Sydney Road and Gaffney Street. The hell's that? Gaffney Street. I'm just trying to picture the corner. Gaffney Street. It's that street where you've got like Buddings and uh, Coles and all that sort of stuff. Okay. I know where Coles is. So you go past the tram lines. Yeah. And you're like, there'll be a couple of things there. And it's, but it's know. on the corner. Yeah. A little bit further down. How come I've never seen it? Uh, it's it's hidden in the corner. Like, it's Who not owns like, it? Some, some Asians. Some Asians. I'm saying, I'm saying Asians own it because that's I've walked in there and said hello. What were you doing there? I was curious as hell. <laughs> I I went in there to tell them that somebody was passed out in their driveway, like, <laughs> and like he was legless and like wasn't wearing any underwear. He had his tops on. He wasn't wearing underwear. Yeah, there was a guy just passed out in the driveway, so he had he had his shoes on, he had his t shirt on, but below that there shouldn't was, isn't there, there a board of health or something that would shut that place down? Yeah, if you look at the photos, it looks like hell. They're providing a service. The service, man, it looks like hell. Like, there's holes in the wall, the bathroom's, like, mouldy, there's there's exposed wires. Like, it's fucked. There's um the roof of it. There's all these exposed wires now. Something must have happened. It must have been really windy a couple of weeks ago. Now, they've put one of those tarps on top of it. <laughs> but with that tarp, there's all these cables just hanging off the side Standard. of the building. And it just, yeah. Did you see that the cable work in, like, Thailand and, and um, stuff like that? That's the first thing I noticed. Yeah. Like, I was standing the around. The smell, the smell, and then, like, 
you're like, oh, and then you look up and you're like, damn. It looks fucked, right? <laughs> I saw someone working on those like years, like when I first went in 2008-9. I remember standing there either in Vietnam or Thailand and I was just looking up and there's a guy hanging off the pole wearing like thongs and shorts yeah. and like goggles. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to lose his eyes. Like, that, like, that's the main thing. The goggles do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they use cables now. So, w- when was the last time you went to Thailand? Must have been what? Thailand was 2013. That was okay. a while ago. So, those cables have doubled in size now. So it's really? Just, it's got to be, yeah. But I remember going the first time and we stayed at, I think we stayed at the Holiday Inn because <laughs> that song was out. My mate's like, we stayed at the Holiday Inn. It's like, not, Holiday Inn's not a <coughs> crash hotel. It's just no, a, it's terrible. It's the, like a low... It's just a yeah, hotel. It is just what it bed. is. Yeah. And um, seeing the cables outside, this, I was like, damn. And then we went back two years later, and I was like, fuck me. It's actually gotten worse. Yeah, they got it got worse back then, so I don't know how it is now. Maybe they got fiber optics installed finally. <laughs> or they finally realized that you can make money off copper. <laughs> <laughs> Start cutting all those cables because people are like, we're rich. Copper bars. Uh, it, it boggles my mind when I go to, like, say, Thailand – would you? Thailand's not a developing country. Um, it's sort of halfway between developing ha- ha- and half and half. You've got your good side and then you got your, your shitty side. Yeah, but like then you got the tourist side. I was gonna say like you go to Bangkok. Did you spend time in Bangkok? Yeah, yeah. Like you go to Bangkok and it's it like Kosan Road. Yeah, yeah, standard. Everyone goes there. It's all the well the tie dye t shirts and yeah. um, crack pipes are. Like you, I love Bangkok because it's sort of like it's like Athens. It's like relics, and then there's like cafes and then there's like restaurants and then there's markets and then there's bums yep. like trying to jack you and then you're back to relics and, and museums <laughs> and temples and shit. You go to that, like your K-San Road's like that bottom sort of half. When you go to the other side with that H, what's it called? HNK shopping centers, whatever they're yeah, called. Yeah, it's all bougie. Yeah, it's, all it's, nice it's bougie. sort of bougie, like big LED screens and like, you know. When, 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 when I went when I was younger, they had so much better stuff than Melbourne. Like they were like way ahead of like- oh, clothing. Clothing yeah. and like LED TVs, like fucking yeah, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. Like, Holy shit! And that, I went into like twenty two thousand eight nine, and then two thousand thirteen, and I remember walking through the city and saying, "What the fuck?" Like big LED screen billboards look like Times Square, man. It's the first time I saw a plasma. I'm like, "What is this?" And he goes, <laughs> plasma TV, my man. I can ship it anywhere you want, and you're like, "Oh no!" But like, I think the funny part was going to. I think in Bangkok, there's one of the biggest malls shopping. Yeah, 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 that one. And I remember it's like four like, levels or five levels or something. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. I remember like asking like DVDs, and the guy's like, "Come with me." Oh, did you do them? And, yeah, 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 yeah. And he yeah. takes you to the back. He and takes, then a secret door opens dude, up in the back. We went to a suit shop. Yeah. Into not 2013. I don't I think 2013 it was less prevalent because technology started advancing where people weren't really buying DVDs. Yeah. 2008-9. I remember asking a dude, "Where can I get DVDs?" He's like, "Come with me." We went to the back of a suit shop. The 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 wall of suit shirts just opened up. There was a door. You go through the door, there's a guard and a camera. The knock the little slot on the door, like they're at a casino in Russia, yeah. <sighs> open the slot, and then you're in. And it was literally like black market shit, man. I was like, our Netflix, like, ah, oh, what? What do you? I remember coming through like with so many CDs, worrying about customs, like being like they're gonna eat me. Man, <laughs> it was that. I told you, I watched that Soulman. Yeah, I bought a copy of Soulman in Thailand at one of those shops. I remember it was when Game of Thrones first came out because <laughs> they're like very popular, very popular. I can't watch that shit. Yeah. Game of Thrones, man, 
I'm remembering. I completely forgot about that, but that shit actually exists. Remember the guy? Like there was always one guy wearing like five different Rolexes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and he's like, "What do you want? What do you want? What do you want?" And you're like, "This one, this one, this one." This one. Yeah, I'll be back in five minutes. <laughs> they always go away and come back. To yeah. whatever you need. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think because just in case they, I think they watch you to see if anybody shows up and like, oh, did you get this? Did you get that? Or like, I remember when I was in Cambodia. And we went see him rape. And I mean, we went for a walk and we found like a, a market, like a little mini market, whatever, like just stores and shit. And there was a DVD store set up and it, was, it wasn't it was big. It was probably as big as this room, maybe a bit smaller. And they just had wall-to-wall DVDs, wall-to-wall yeah. DVDs. And someone in the group said, wouldn't this place get like raided? Like, you know, like how does this place even exist? And we all sort of said like, man, for every one of these, there's a thousand more floating around. Like you're never going to catch up to this. Cops get paid off. They have to, yeah. I remember we were riding uh, bikes through Vietnam, and the guy's like, we got stopped by the cops. They're like, you want to go to jail? And I'm like, for what? No, just being white. <laughs> <laughs> being Greek in yeah. Vietnam. He's like, you want to go to jail? I'm like, no. And my mate's like, no. And he's like, the cop's staring at him I'm like, bro, he, he wants money. He's like, I'm taking care of this, man. And he's like, do you want to go to jail tonight? And my mate's like, no. And my mate still didn't get it. I'm like, give him some fucking money, you dumb cunt. <laughs> He's like, oh, how much? And gave him like a thousand. I think it was like I don't know the dong, yeah, yeah, something like that. Like the dong what, was. What's like a heaps. thousand dong worth? I've got no idea. Hang on, exchange. We've got the internet. It's, it would have been like at least twenty bucks Australian or something yeah, like a that. A thousand dong. Hang on, dong to AUD. It's point oh six one Australian dollars. <laughs> the um, that's. <laughs> So $6 there. We were- um, $6? That's, that's a month's wage, man, back in the day. We were- um, We ended up in Laos. We heard about this place um, called Tubing. Yeah. And when I went, when we went there, 60 Minutes was there. So it was uh, down to the Vang Vieng. So when we got there, 60 Minutes just left because all these Australians were dying. So pretty much you jump in the river, you go in a little donut, and you get carried by the current bar to bar to bar. We were there for a, a week, and it was just like it's. We we were drunk the whole fucking time, and during that time, I think up to the third day, you just see people like jumping into the water, disappearing, disappearing, and they'd, and they'd be found like down the river the next day. So stuff like that was happening, and it's like everything was jumping at your own risk. Everything is at your own risk. None of us are here to take care of you. There's no ambulance. There's no air chopper. There was no fucking hospital in this place, man. The hospital was some lady in a in a tent. In Laos? Yeah. See, I missed out on Laos because I went to Nam, I went to Cambodia, and then it was either go to Laos, and then we ended up running out of time and went to Thailand. It was instead. like, it was just like snake whiskey the whole time we were there, being drawn, <laughs> like drawn on, on your, like you're just covered in like paint the whole time. Paint? Yeah, because like you'd go to a bar and then they'd write stuff on your arm, like spray paint your hair, different color. It was just like schoolies on crack is pretty much the way it would be. <laughs> And it's just like you'd meet so many people, like, oh, I've been here for a month. And their dollar was, their dollar's called the kip. And like, if you had five bucks in your pocket, it was like having two racks in each hand. Like, you don't want to carry any of this money. It was five bucks. Yeah. Kip was like so fucking big. Yeah. It was, that was like Indonesia. That was like Vietnam. They got the denominations made, like 10,000, whatever. But Laos was a beautiful place. I remember, so we caught the night bus there, got there, found a hotel, and we just went straight to bed. Wake up in the morning, look at the balcony, beautiful fucking scenery. Never seen scenery like this in my life, just huge mountains. 
clouds, wildlife. There were fucking monkeys everywhere. It was amazing because, like, us coming from Melbourne going there. Was that your first stop? Yeah. No, sorry. This was our third stop. We spent, we spent like, a week in Phuket just yeah. getting, getting totaled. Phuket's a place to be for that sort of shit. Yeah. Just on, ba- on when, when you're young, the road. Yeah, when you're young and just getting absolutely trashed, that was the thing to do. So we stayed there. But, we man, booze in Southeast Asia was so much potent because, like, they, they cheap. it's cheap, just rocket fuel. You're running on five bucks a day and you're fine. Yeah. I remember being... I think it was PP, maybe in PP. PP Island? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember having some Mekong whiskey and it was, had to have been spiked. Like, I did not feel right, man. Is PP Island the full moon party? Uh, no, it's Kipping PP's. PP's like next to James Bond Island, you know, where the beach was filmed? Yeah. 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 So you go to PP and like all the, the Swedish dudes take up uh, snorkeling gigs there. <laughs> <laughs> every ski, every snorkeling instructor on PP Island was Swedish or Aussie. And you're looking like, God damn, you're beautiful. How'd you get that six pack, man? What the Dude, fuck? All and of you, them. You show up like, yeah, I'm ready to party. <laughs> I feel so ashamed. Yeah, you're wearing bodies. You know what I mean? Yeah. These guys are standing around, glistening tans, ripped abs. All charming as fuck, and it's like, yeah, I'm going to bang every single one of these in this group. <laughs> Literally, you can yeah. smell it on them. You have no girlfriends tonight, fellas. <laughs> bye bye. And like the girl, like <laughs> the girls would be like, oh my god, yeah. look at him, he's gorgeous. Hi, my name is Bjorn. <laughs> like, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> and then like 20 minutes later, this cunt rips out a guitar. <laughs> Wonderwall. Someone starts a fucking bonfire. Dude, out of Wonderwall. Like I can see, like you know, they got that thick accent. I can sing you Wonderwall, and yeah. like. Wonderwall, word for word, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, just beautiful. <laughs> like, do you know anything else? We know Journey. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> if they sing one cover of Journey. Just a small town girl. Yeah. Yeah. Living in the <laughs> I remember one of them singing, like, Jessie's Girl. <laughs> and it just, like, every girl's like, like, you look at every girl in the room, their eyes just, like, glistening. And I'm like, this guy's done. Some douchebag with a guitar <laughs> has to ruin everything, man. <laughs> oh, man. It was the best. It was the fucking best. If you could do it over, like, that, like think about the path not chosen, yeah? Like, you always have these moments in life, should I do this, should I do that, should I go study? It, it was like, no, I think it was amazing. I, 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 okay, so I had a, one of my other mates, he was like this gorgeous looking guy, right? He was just one of the best looking guys. And I remember we're all sitting at the beach. We're in Thailand. I think it was. <laughs> what are the? Remind me what the the islands. Thailand. Thailand. Yeah, some of the be- the are the islands. Yeah. Samui. We're in Koh Samui. There you go. There we go. That's, That's it. First we're one. In, and there was a bar called Koh Samui. It was just a bar called Koh Samui. The bar Samui. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. And um, I remember we're sitting there, and this is my second trip. We're just sitting there, and this girl comes out of nowhere, and she's like. I'm taking you home tonight with me. My mate's like, sorry, fellas, I'm booked out. <laughs> Takes a drag. And then then the next night, the next morning, I'm like, did so-and-so come home? And my mate's like, no. I'm like, fuck, our boat's leaving in like three hours. Yeah. And we're in this bar and we see him walking across the road. No shoes, no shirt. <laughs> like, are you okay? And he's like, you guys were going to leave me here, weren't you? And we're like, yes, we were. We were going to fucking leave you here. And he's like, right. So I had to jump out of a third story building because her boyfriend showed up. Oh, fuck. And the funny part was every fucking island we went to afterwards, he kept seeing the boyfriend and it was always a standoff. And he's like, hey, man, like he befriended the boyfriend as well towards the end. Oh, bro, I see you everywhere we go. What's going on? 
Guy was chasing him. Wasn't chasing him per se. He was just escaping so he doesn't get noticed. <laughs> so everywhere, he, he would tell the girl, oh, we're going to this island next. And she would fucking go to that island with us, with her fucking boyfriend. And I'd be like, this is- Why would he be tipping her off? It, it was such a good, it was such a good, like, trip. It was like a movie. <laughs> it was like, we've got to get out of here right fucking now. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought about that, like, you know, you see it in movies where, like, you know, pretty girl approaches in a bar, takes you back to a room, and then, like, there's someone there to jump you or whatever. I did wake- There was one time where I woke up, and my mate pushed the couch up against the door, and yeah. one of the beds up against the window, Yeah, and he slept on in this, like, little makeshift bed, and I slept in another bed, and I remember my mate rocking up, because he'd said he'd meet us at the hotel. Yeah. Doors knocking, opens up the door. I'm like, why the fuck is there furniture everywhere? And he's like- <laughs> My mate's like, they're coming to get us, man. I swear they're coming to get us. He was just living on, like, always watching his fucking shoulder because he was doing all dumb shit in fucking Thailand. Uh, it made it hilarious. I always told people, like, you know, anyone that wanted travel advice, especially with Thailand, I said, listen, man, don't go buying drugs from people you don't know and just stick to bars in open areas. Just stick to drinks. Can, yeah. Canned drinks and just do that. Don't, don't venture off the beaten path because too many people go for rides and then uh, end up with no like kidneys and shit, like you know, in bathtubs in, in Bangkok. I remember asking a cop if I could shoot his handgun and he was like, yeah, it's like 3,000 Thai bar. I'm like, okay. And it was during the time when the, like, the, the dollar was- 3,000 was like 24 baht to the dollar, wasn't This it? was like toe-to-toe with the Australian. Like our dollar was a bit more than the American. Oh, yeah. And I was so it would like, be 2011. And I yeah. was like, um, what's that, like $8? Yep. Okay, cool. And it was amazing. And I remember seeing it being in this alleyway with these fucking cops. They're all drinking whiskey. I ain't give a fuck. And we're just shooting down this alleyway with his handgun. So the only way he'd let me shoot it was I had to have my finger on top of it. So we're like pretty much. Um, oh, like you're spooning it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spooning a little tiger. What's guy? that movie with uh, like um, Swayze? It was a ghost? Yeah, so, ghost. Yeah, it was like that, but, but with a little handgun. <laughs> And we're just shooting in the alley, and we got so drunk with these cops. It was the f- most fun night. Then we ended up jumping in their van, and we're just driving around, like, <laughs> the area. And he's just like, you guys see this person? You pimp. Let's go get money. And he'd go get money. It was fucking amazing. Such so you're a- with cops shaking down, like, just pimps and shit? Yeah. It was great. I- okay. Here's a question, man. Could you live in Thailand? Hell no. Money would run out so quickly. No, 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 no. Let's assume you have a job. That covers the bills, yeah, and leaves you a bit on the side to play, right? Yeah. So, you're living comfortably. You're yeah. not scavenging. Yeah. Your job is set, so there's no, like, you know, you have to hustle every week. So, you know that you'll, you'll go to work for seven hours a day. Yeah. You'll make enough money to, to eat, survive, pay your rent, have a bit of fun, play time money, and maybe save a dollar, right? Could you live in, like, Phuket? Could you live in Bangkok? Could you live in Samui? I think up until the age of 30. You we couldn't could. do it now. No, no. Why? After 30, your, your, your priorities in your brain change. Like, Ooh. you want something else. You want a little bit of peace and quiet. Like, the partying, you get over. Get over. Unless what you, about just the scenery itself? There's always, a couple, there's always, like, a couple of guys who got married at 20, now divorced at 26, and, like, they're all fucking living there. They're all DJs now or some shit. <laughs> Promoters. <laughs> yeah, like, um, when you're young, yeah, I could live there when I was younger. No, easy. It'd be super- no, I'm talking about now. No, nah, no way in hell. No way. Like, I hear about it all the time, like guys talking about how they're going to move to Thailand or Bali or whatever. It's like, yeah, but what would you be doing? They, they, they want to change the scenery. They, they don't want to deal with Dan Andrews anymore, any shit like that. They don't want to see any of that stuff. Yeah, that's what it is. Going on. So they're like, oh, let's see something else. Let's try something different. But you'll miss indoor plumbing. Guaranteed, man. 
you're like scoop of water out of that bucket is it for fucking everybody for like three, four years? Yeah, but that wasn't all Thailand. That was just sections. Eighty percent of it. No, I never. I was lucky. I never saw that. I never had to deal with it. We went through. We went through Vietnam. We went to. Um, I don't know. We, we, so we ended up like we, we ended up in Vietnam. We ended up going getting breakfast. This old guy was following us. I'm like, man, this fucking old guy is following us for the last three <laughs> I'm blocks. yet on a bike. Yeah, and he was just like some old guy, and he just kept following us. And when we sat down for coffees, he showed up, and he opens up this book, and it was like, my name is so-and-so. I do motorbike tours through Vietnam. Yeah. Here are people's written stories. Um, you know, we, we can do a good deal for you. And me and my mates were like, yeah, fucking hey, let's do it. So we all ended up going with like these three different people. Like we just met him. We just said, yeah, cool, no worries. We could have gone and fucking jumped at that stage. Yeah. But we ended up going through all through like north to south Vietnam on bikes in three days. It was a lot of fucking riding. We stopped everywhere that we could. One of the best trips I've done, just riding a motorbike through there. What were you riding? Just like these really shit Russian bikes. Like 125s or something? They were. They looked like, they looked like Harleys. They oh. looked like Harleys, but they were like really bad. So like those Yosungs <laughs> yeah. that they have. And we went to like Hamburger Hill and all those places where the war was at. Yeah. And, um, like some of those places, I remember they were flying the uh, the communist flag still. Of course they were. Yeah. It was like, oh, we, we love Americans. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's up with that flag? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's holding an AK. You yeah. Know what I mean? I, oh, yeah, man. They're like, you want to shoot a cow with an RPG? Like, no. Nah, okay. Man, you know what, man? You buy the cow. Gets donated after you shoot it. I know, but you're shooting it with an RPG. If you miss, you're obliterating the shit out of it. Yeah, it's not going to go down well. No, what are you donating? The hoof, you know, like the whatever's left over. Well, you know, like- but like, okay, hang on a second, man. I grew up hunting, right? As a kid, I went hunting with my dad, my uncle. You know, like I grew up hunting. And if someone said to me now, "Come and clean out my," I've got a property, you know, in Shepparton, overrun by rabbits. Yeah, come up with your guns. I'd go. Right? I'd go. I see the fit. Like, and anyone that says that's so cruel and blah, 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 it's like, mate, our DNA is to hunt and forage and the, survive. The way they had this RPG, it was an RPG shooting range. And it was that's really, what I'm saying. Was really- I never understood the appeal. <laughs> uh, like, when I was in Nam, I went to a range to fire. Um, I want to fire an AK and an yeah. M16. Dude, they have M16s. Yeah. Like, <laughs> left over from this. Well, were you like, can I shoot it with one hand? Did you, do, <laughs> did you hold the belt? Yeah. Like, ah. yeah. There's a bomb in there. Yeah. So, like, it was, <laughs> it was funny because they're like, I remember going to the shooting range and there was a kid behind the counter. This kid just, like, rips out a Glock. Yeah. And starts showing you what they got. And you're like, this kid's, like, 17 you know what I, You know what I remember? Them handing us our headphones. They weren't... They, <laughs> they weren't, weren't shit. No, no. It was just headphones. <laughs> like, fake Sony headphones. I'm what? like, these aren't earmuffs. Where are these? Like... Yeah. Um, so, these... My RPG- ears were <laughs> ringing, man. Like, do you... So, this RPG shooting range was just a concrete... It was a concrete bunker. Yeah. And it was straight, and the RPG cannon was just set up on the table straight away. Yeah. And the cow was tied right at the back. They had the cow ready to fucking go. They're like, yeah, if you want this, and the cow's just chilling there. I'm like, you poor bastard. That's what I mean. Like, I don't see the appeal in blowing up a cow with an RPG. There's some sick fucks out there. That's like, you know, if they could get money from someone, they're going to do it. But you know what my old man used to do, man, years ago? I remember telling me, because he's obviously, he was a butcher, yeah? Yeah. So he used to get contracted by guys down in like the peninsula that had all the venison farms and like steer and, yeah. like, you know, big fucking animals. He'd, they'd pay him to go down there, line up the animal, 
get a clean headshot, kill it, humanely, obviously, and then cut it up, fillet, like, the carcass, like, quarter it up, you know, steaks, whatever the hell they wanted, and then they, they paid him and gave him a cut of the meat as well. Yeah. And he would run his way. And for my man, that was like a Sunday arvo. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a casual Sunday. Yeah, like, go kill an animal, like, in their field, rather than get take it to the abattoirs and have to take it through, like, the whole process. Yeah. Just as good, man. He had the rifle, high-powered rifle to do the job. Knew how to cut meat properly, so he'd go do it, done. Doing that is a bit different to going to get an RPG and lining up a tied-up <laughs> cow that's just standing there and watch it explode. Like, I have no appeal in that. It feels like it's... I am... Um, the funny part is, like, when they, they always... I think, like, once a year they do the firearm am- amnesty in Melbourne. Yeah. And you always, like... They'll show it on the news and you just see they've got, like, a... um. Like there'll be a Russian gun in there in that pile from like World mm. War Two, and I'm like, that gun's like worth like seven grand. Why? <laughs> Who's giving? This? Like, who the fuck has? How did you get that into? Yeah, I feel like they just pulled it out from the archives and dumped it back in the pile. Yeah, like, oh, here you go. But like, here's a question, uh, not even a question, more of a statement. Like, you ever, do you follow Dan Bilzerian on uh, Insta? I used to. I was like, fuck, this gun is sick, and then I was like, this gun's a douchebag. Yeah, I used to for a while. Yeah, and he's then- got a lot of. He's got a fucking massive arsenal. I, I've seen. I I don't know if he still has it, but he's got that massive back room where he walks in and he's got all the guns lined up yeah. on the wall. I'm sure, every he's still got <clears throat> some something like that. But that was like overkill. What he had. This is the thing. Yeah, people. I would assume men see it, right? Women will just see it and see what a douchebag, right? Yeah. Men would see it and they go, oh, "What a tough cunt!" And all these videos were of him. In a pair of camo, like fatigue, like a uh, combat boots and and fucking pants, wearing like no shirt, you know, or a tank, and he'd be in the desert somewhere, just firing off rounds from, with like, you with know. seven models in bikinis, yeah, yeah. random birds, yeah. and they're loving it. They're no H and S, you know what I mean? <laughs> they're loving it. Like you another beer, Dan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's just firing off clips into like nothing, you know, blowing away pumpkins that are laid out in the desert, whatever. I don't understand what the appeal of that is. Like, he's a good-looking dude. He's a unit. He's, like, massive. Fair enough. But it's like, I don't want to drive into the desert with a Hummer and just shoot guns. I own five rifles. I don't go to the range. It's not It's not what we do. They do that there. They go there with a six-pack of beer. But that's what like, I mean. What's the is appeal? It, is it letting off steam? Is that, what, like, is that what it is? Look, man, firing off a gun is a different experience. But at the same time, when you're putting it on social media, like, it's some sort of, like, testosterone-driven, like alpha male shit it's like dude your penis must really be small bro it was fun when we went to the range in thailand or america or whatever. Once. yeah and you're like <clears throat> after like five minutes you're like i don't want to do this anymore yeah you're tired of it you're like oh that's what it feels like yeah it's here it's that's what much. i mean yeah like, i don't see it man and i don't see like that stereotype like yeah and then bilzerian himself is a bit fucking he's a douche it- absolute douchebag oh what do you say oh well, he's got the money for it whatever he's got money but it's like all right. You if, if he had his own TV show, would you watch it? Would have like the Kardashians be like the Blizzards? Blizzard? Nah. You want to watch it? Okay. Before. Oh. What if it was like him and Joe Rogan? <laughs> yeah, because I love Joe Rogan. <laughs> Don't you? I thought you did. Nah. Nah. He's, he's lost appeal as well the last couple of months. Um, do you weeks. watch him? No. Nah, at the beginning when he had his old studio, some of these he's recording. Before like, the Spotify move. His podcasts and all that were great. And then it got to a point where he just became like just- there was a point where he just went a little bit too far and it was like, this isn't, it's not worth listening to anymore. You know what it's like? It's like that, um, that liver king guy. Yeah. Do you, you ever see his <laughs> shit? Yeah, just eats liver and everyone's like, he's, he's not natural. Whether he's natural or not, I could give a shit. Yeah. 
but like someone was talking about him the other day and I remember him popping up on my social media. So I've looked into him again. Like I've just literally searched liver king, seeing these videos of him doing these workouts and the whole time he's eating like raw liver. And I'm like, why? Put it in a frying pan with some garlic, bro. Do you, do you like liver? I've said this before. I hated it the way my mum used to cook it, like a wog on a frying pan just turns it into rubber. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you cook it right, like maybe a slight sauté with like-, like Over charcoal? Charcoal, charcoal maybe, yeah. with wine, you know, like as in- And you got the fat wrapped around it. To know? give it something other than just lusty core, you know what yeah. I mean? I can't. It's just, it depends. I think after a while, it just starts to taste really- Like oh, the first bite, it, oh yeah, it tastes It's good. not bad. And then the second one, you're like, Ugh. It's got this aftertaste. It's gamey as shit. We ate a lot of, like, I remember we went to some, like, we're in um, Hiroshima and we went to some restaurant um, with this girl that we, we just met a random, like, chick on the yeah, street. Yeah. She's like, you want me to show you guys around? Like, yeah, Yakitori. She's like, yeah, let's go. Went to this bar, soccer's playing, all those company men just smoking cigarettes. Yeah. She's like, is it okay if I order? Yeah, order. So we ended up getting, like, these Yakitori sticks, cow's liver. Uh, it Like, the first bite, amazing, because they use different, like, styles to us. Then afterwards, it just became liver. Like, I couldn't stomach it. Do you ever cook just... in a Japanese restaurant? No, never. Never? I'd probably just get stabbed. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, I, these, they're, they're great, man. Like, a proper Japanese restaurant, like, cutting all the sushi and all that sort of stuff, no. Nah. Like, like, I don't have that sort of precision. I don't think I'd be able to do it. Laziness. Like, their technique and everything is completely different. They're, like, very, um, what do you call it? They're very... Very professional. Methodical. Yes. They're very, yeah. like, calm, cool, collected, like, yep, let's do this, this, and this. And then- Andy had said it once on the podcast. <laughs> it's like they're practically praying to the fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. They're, like, they're just staring at, like, they're, like, really calm, cool. And then you've got me just yelling, like, order up. <laughs> <laughs> One cleaver for everything. And, like, I mean? like, why are you talking back to me? Why, like, don't talk back to me. Just fucking take the food. Run the fucking food. I don't, like, why? You, you're still talking. You're still fucking talking. Still fuck it'd be like that. I remember just arguing with waiters. Like, I'm gonna quit. I don't give a fuck what you do. We're, you can quit. Have you had a bad dining experience lately? Uh yeah. I think I did recently. And me and my mate were like really disappointed. We went to the restaurant in the city, a group of us. Yeah. yeah? We're on a time we're on a time. Restraint, so we made a booking. Was it an hour and a half sort of a thing? We had we we had hour and forty five minutes before we had to leave, right? Yeah. So we were on a time restraint. They bring out, and we got there in set in half of the party got there before the rest, so yeah. they'd ordered like some drinks when they got there. I got there late, standard. Um, sit down, order some drinks, waiting, 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 waiting. Gets like half an hour. Look, and one of us was like, "Was that drinks?" Ordered the a la carte shit, whatever it was, like whatever banquet thing they had thinged. After half an hour, remind them, 40-minute mark, I think they bought us two rounds of drinks yeah. in one hit and the appetizers after the 40-minute mark. Like, what the hell, man? Oh, yeah, sorry. Your appetizers went to another table, like, la, la, la. I'm like, right. Okay, can we order the, can we get the main, please? And can we please get, like, the, another round of drinks because like, we're thirsty? We've had one glass of water for like the last 45 <laughs> minutes. Waiting, waiting, waiting. It got to like 10 to 9 and they bought us, I think, oh, what did they bring? Was it 10 to 9 or 9 o'clock? We had to be there out of there by 9.15, like no later than 9.15. Yeah. 5 to 9, 10 to 9, I think they brought us the mains. 
And like, well, do you want them? No, they brought us a dessert first. And I'm like, what's this? It's your dessert. We haven't had our mains yet. It's 10 to 9. Oh, so they took the dessert away. I was like, can we please get another drink? Oh, yeah, okay. They leave. Then they brought our mains out at like just after 9. We had about 10 minutes to eat our mains, man. And we didn't get a second drink either. Usually, there's been a couple of times where um, I remember Vanessa's sister came down from Perth. We went to a Japanese restaurant and waited like you, like, 30 minutes for the... I'm like, where the fuck are the drinks? <laughs> like, go to the waiter. Yo, man, what's going on? Like, I'm like, hey, man, how are you? You good? He's like, yeah, are you busy tonight? How are you? Look, man, we've been waiting half an hour for these drinks. I'm, al- I'm always nice to these guys. Yeah, I'm so always nice. I don't know if they're getting fingered in the back there or whatever, yeah. or understaffed. <laughs> Literally <laughs> fingered. <laughs> <laughs> praying, everyone's praying to the fish. Um, so, I'm like... Oh, did- half the people are praying <laughs> to the fish, the other half are getting fingered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... Like, hey, man, we haven't received our drinks. Oh, yeah, I'll go look for it. And I'm like, I'm giving him five minutes, and then I'm standing up and we're walking out of here. And gave him ten minutes, and I'm like, they're like, oh, your food's coming. I'm like, I, I don't give a fuck. My, like, oh, we've been here for an hour. There's nothing on the table. Ask you repeatedly. You said we're busy. We're sorry. I can understand we're sorry. We'll, like, yeah. Because I remember most restaurants are like, oh, look, drink's on me, man. Yeah. First round's on me, no problems. Yeah. And then afterwards, just turns to fucking shit. Well, that's the thing. We made the complaints and um, they said, oh, look, your first rounds are, are on us, right? I'm like, okay, that's fine. Can we get the second round? Never came. Yeah. So in the end, we just, I said, fuck this. Like we got up, we walked out, like we went to the front just to pay whatever we, you know, and the general GM came down. He's like, man, I'm really sorry. You know, there's a bit of confusion. Look, to be honest, we're understaffed. It's all new staff tonight. La, la, la. I go, yeah, man. Okay, that's fine. But you overpromised. Okay, if you couldn't deliver, that's fine. But like- what do you want me to do, man? Like it's ten, it's ten minutes to go. We've been here for an hour and forty-five, and we've gotten one round of drinks. You've served us our dessert before we got our mains. We never got dessert, and he comped us our drinks, and then he charged us like a flat fee for like everything else, whatever we'd eaten, like basically by plate as opposed to you yeah. know, the whole banquet. And he said, "Here's my card. Next time you want to actually make a booking, call me, and I'll look after this like for the night." La la la. Would you go back? No. I. I didn't leave a negative. I was kind of like, I'm. If I really get shit service somewhere, I might leave a negative review on Google. There was. We- it's. It's how they respond. Yeah. The guy did respond properly, but at the same time, it's like, this is a primo joint, dude. This isn't like a little bun me restaurant out in, in you know Footscray. Yeah. This is a premium joint. We're paying like primo dollars for shit here. We we were nice the entire time, and you give me. I'm leaving here with like a rushed meal in ten minutes and one drink. I should be grateful for that. Mm. We had um, we went to this primo steak place, me and my mate, and it was uh, his steak came out, and it was just full of like it was just fatty as hell. The whole thing, like he must no meat, like, no meat, just fat and like, and he's like, man, this is rubber, and I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, mine, and I'm like, mine's fine. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> like mine, mine, mine's perfect, and his his was like Best steak I've ever had in my his life. His was like a fucking belt. I'm watching him trying to cut it. <laughs> And he's like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on with this? And it was just a, trying to cut it, trying to cut it. And manager's like, well, what can I help you with? And he's like, man. Can I he's like, Blase. He's like, man, I'm trying to cut this steak. Look. And like my mate's showing the manager. He's like, oh, look, sometimes it gets cold. So the, the cows like get really cold. And is he you for know, real? the nerves and the, and the meat and this and this. And my mate's like, <laughs> <laughs> my mate's just staring at him blindly. And he's like, can I speak to somebody who actually knows what's going on, please? <laughs> <laughs> and they ended up giving him like two vouchers. Uh, it was like 150 bucks to come back again. 
And, like, we never used them because of COVID. I'm always off. worried, right? Like, I feel like with this dude, like, at the joint, the, I won't name the joint, right? But I feel like if I contacted him and said, hey, man, like, I want to make a booking, I feel like they'd take the piss the entire time there, probably spit in the food, do something half half cooked. They wouldn't, there's no spitting in the food. They, they would. What would you think? I don't know. Maybe they'd give you the cheapest of the cheap. Oh, man, there's some kind outside I promised him. What do we got? <laughs> I just give it. There's like, a cold venison steak <laughs> in the fridge. It's like just cut some cucumber and put some sesame seed, sesame seed oil on it. He'll fucking be happy. Cucumber and sesame and seed like oil. A little bit of chili, you know. Dude, sesame seed oil and peanut oil is wiped out from coals. Really? I couldn't find it. I was at Woolies, sorry, not coals. Did you go to KFL? KFL. KFL is like a really nice Asian uh, supermarket. You Which can one? find anything you want. Next time you're on Sydney Road. Oh, City Road. Where am no, I there, there's like four or five of these places. There's heaps of them around. Is here. there one on Chapel Street? The other. Uh, oh no, that's a Japanese one. I think. I have, I have not gone to Chapel in. You know place. where KFC is? Yeah, of where course. the Paran Market is. Yes. Yeah, in between KFC and the Paran Market. I haven't like been able to see what's there anymore. Like I haven't gone there to actually. I got no idea. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I walked past it the other day. I remember I was in there looking for Kasutera, um cake. Yeah. Can you get that anywhere in Melbourne? I don't know. What, what is it again? Kasutera cake. It's that. It's that. Uh, it's like a Portuguese Madeira cake. Casutera. Yeah, K-A-S-U-T-E-R-A. It's a premium cake. Dude, my mum, when she was in... Um... Oh, yeah, I've had this one. Oh, man. I've had this that one. is cake of the gods, Yeah, man. my missus knows, like, it comes in, the, like, this pre-packaged yeah, thing. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we've had it. We always have it. My Where? I don't know. I'll message her. <laughs> You're holding out on me, man. <laughs> no, like, she's, like, tasting dude, this. And I'm like, my mum went to... Uh, Thailand, I think. I think yeah. it was Thailand or maybe a trip to China. One of the two, yeah? Yeah. And she made friends. With, like, she was on a tour and she made friends with, like, a couple uh, from Japan. Yeah. They, and, like, they took photos together and all this. And my mum said, oh, I'll mail you the photos, like, when they come through, blah, blah, blah. And so, my mum sent her, like, an envelope full of photos and maybe sent her, like, a treat or some shit, some gifts. And the girl, one, I still remember it. I was at my mum's house and this package comes through in the mail. It was, like, huge. So, she's like, I go, what's this? She goes, it came from Japan. Do you want to, like, open it up? <laughs> So I've opened it up and it was box on box of like Kasuteta cake. And this girl worked in one of those shops in, in Japan. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is the greatest cake I've ever had in my life. I was at SAE at the time in, um, in South Melbourne and there was a Japanese kid who was in my class. And I remember taking one into him and I'm like, dude, like, have you ever seen this? He goes, man, because this is Kasuteta. He goes, this is primo. Like, this is real legit shit. I'm like, is it? Because, yeah, because this, this shit comes out of cake shops in Japan. It's worth a dollar. Like, it's worth a bit. There's there's this one cake here. It's like a mochi cake. Man, it is amazing. Yeah, it's similar it, to, yeah, like that. This is cake of the gods for me. This is amazing. I kept going to 7-Eleven. Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven in Japan is like, is a, is, a, is a trip on its own. It's a trip on its own. Just like looking at... <laughs> Seven Eleven. Yeah, I'm sitting here talking about premium locations. Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven is premium. The guy's <laughs> Tokyo, like Seven Eleven. The guy's frying chicken behind the counter there, man. Like, really? Yeah, dude. They got, got a wine list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've got everything you fucking want there. Ah, Jimmy Son. Ah, the red or the white. It was so good. Like, yeah, they got this mochi cake. I kept buying one like every morning. Yeah. Like with my missus, she's like, "You got to stop eating it." It's all pure sugar and cream, isn't it? It's definitely just pure sugar. <laughs> It, it is just pure sugar, but when you're on holiday, you're, you don't really care. Man, I lost it the other day. My mum and my auntie are just trying to load me up with like Uluria. And I'm carbs. like, I can't. I get, what part of I'm, I'm I'm not 15 anymore and I can't eat, 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 
eat, you gotta eat this, you gotta eat this. And then, like, next week, like, you're gonna be fat, aren't you? You're like, you're the one feeding me all this stuff. It got, you know, when it was bad, 2019, 2020, yeah. that Christmas, I still remember I, I'd, I'd gone to my auntie's in Preston, I'd gone to my mum's, I remember I'd made a few visits, and like, a few different people gave me like basqueta of like Kuluria and Tsurekia, yeah. and I ate every single fucking one of them, man. <laughs> And I remember getting to, my cousin was still here from Greece. So he left, me and him went to Sydney for a trip in, at the start of Jan 2020, ended like Australia Day 2020, man. I remember just sort of sitting down and going, fuck me, man. Like, what have you done? Like, you can't breathe. Like, literally. It's the lamb, the lamb sweats. <laughs> it's the lamb sweats. You're like, I can feel that lamb clogging my fucking arteries right now. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I remember, man? My fondest memories of like when I still lived at home. It was Christmas Day or Easter, and my auntie would always give my mum, like, a big, like, you know, she'd rip off a section of the arnie, like, the ribs, you yeah. know, and all of it, dump it in, like, a piatella, and then take it back to our house. Yeah. Sunday, Arvo, like, maybe not Sunday, Arvo, but maybe, like, Monday. No, no, it was always Sunday, because I'd be sitting in the living room watching, like, footy or something. After my auntie's, I'd have the lamb in front of me on, like, a, a, a silver tin, I'd have like a bucket of tzatziki, <laughs> bucket, like I'm talking like a bucket, just a tea towel, I'd have a glass of Coke, like something fizzy, and and um, uh, what's the other thing, like bread, bread or pita. Yeah. And I would sit there and destroy like literally every bit of flesh from like this other knee. Yeah. I don't know how I did it. I think about it now and I'm like, my stomach hurts now. Anytime I'm in Greece, anytime I grab like a suvo or something like that, the guy behind the counter is like, yeah, you're going to need a Coke for that. <laughs> There's no way you can eat that without having Coca-Cola. <laughs> you need the Coke to finish that. Like, you need to, you need, like, it, they work together. You need it. And you're like, oh, I'll be all right. But yeah, listen to me. Yeah, you need that. That Something about Coke is so comforting. Once, um, if you're eating like that meat, you want it. Like, yeah. Just to fizz, just to, just to wash everything it. down. I'm actually, I want to try and get to Greece this year. Yeah, Greece is open. Greece, Italy is open. Yeah, it is, but it's it's an arm and a leg. That's the problem. I spoke to someone who's there now, yeah. and they said for him and his missus to go, they want to go to Rhodes. His mum lives in Rhodes. He goes, for him and his missus to go to Rhodes for three days, stay in a hotel and hire a car, 800 euro. Yeah, fair enough. From Athens, man. I did see a couple of tickets the other day. They were like 600 bucks yeah. with Scoot. Scoot. Like, yeah, Melbourne to Athens. Have you flown Scoot? No. Nah. There, no, there, there are no fucking TVs. There's, it's like the cheapest of the cheap. There's, you get a meal? You got to pay for the meal. Everything's like add-ons. So what do you want? Seatbelt? <laughs> like, oh, you want oxygen? If you want a, if you want a TV, you got to, they give you a little tablet. Can you imagine that? Like halfway through, like you're flying over Dubai. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming into some turbulence. Uh, people seated in odd numbered seats will receive an oxygen mask. What? What do you mean? They, they had some idea of having like a standing section on airplanes like yeah, a while back. Yeah, I remember back. that. I like, remember like, that. What do you mean standing? Like, you know, when you're on the train, you just hold on like, so you can stand up for 13 fucking hours. 13 hours to Singapore <laughs> and then have a break and then get back on and stand all the way from Dubai. Like, that's insanity. You can't do that. That's inhumane. Me and the missus want to get, the, we want to get the hell out of Melbourne. So we're thinking maybe, I don't know, Hawaii or something like that. Hawaii's pricey though, isn't it? Anywhere you go right now is going to be pricey. I know, but... We just want to spend a couple of days out of here. We want to... Like, you know that... You want that feeling of, like, you've gone somewhere and you've done something? Like... I'm more cut up the fact that I've been trying to get... The last trip I did was Bali in 2018, like, as in international. 
And that trip got can like as in I got there, got poisoning, and I was done. Yeah. Like, you know, for six of the ten days. I lost ten kilos in six days. Must have looked terrific. I looked like an AIDS victim, man. It was bad. And I shaved my head when I was there, too. Uh, <laughs> so you looked bad. like Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. <laughs> I have AIDS. What's wrong with you? I haven't eaten. <laughs> no, it was bad. Um, before that, Malaysia, 20, like May 2017, that was eight days. I was meant to go to Bali in 2020, COVID, gone. I was meant to go to Greece every other year before that. Yeah. Never happened. So this year, yeah, I've got a Bali ticket sort of sitting there waiting. I'm thinking, yeah, next year I've got to go to Hong Kong for a wedding. My mate, one of my mates is in China now at the moment, mm. and he's, I'm begging him to come home. I go, man, I keep seeing the stuff on TV. He goes, no, I'll be all right. I'll be okay. I don't know. I've got a friend in China, but they haven't actually said anything about COVID at all. I don't know. He has to talk to me through a VPN and all that sort of stuff. That's the other thing. Yeah. Every time, man, I just tried sending this friend, like, he loves your fucking podcast, by the way. Are you he's for like, real? Yeah, he loves it. He's like, uh, since, since he listened to our first one, he's been going through all the backtracks and all that. Really? Yeah, he loves it. Who the hell's listening to this thing, man? <laughs> and he's like, when are you doing the next one? I go, I'm busy. I'm busy. Okay, you want you want a fun fat fact? What's that? You can put this chair you can put this feather in your cap, man. What's that? Your episode is the highest rated one from this year. Get the hell out yeah. of here. I think it's because of the promo. What promo? Your promo. The promo. Didn't you share it? Of course I shared Exactly. It. Not everyone shares these. And I know that I slackened off this year because I ran out of money and I couldn't actually <laughs> boost anything. So but, you, didn't have, you didn't have 10 grand to give to Facebook to like nah. boost it through? <laughs> no. Yes, let's go for the second one. Yeah, Beautiful. your one your one is the highest rated one out of this year's entire um, playlist. I told you I was special. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking catch, mate. I keep telling you these things. This is Jimmy. He has a disorder. <laughs> <laughs> we need your money to help people like Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Fifth Element. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> what was your name? Leela? Layla. Lilu. Lilu. Lilu? I, I keep forgetting it. It was like Lilu Dallas or something like that. No, Dallas was his name. Yeah, but then when she had the, the pass, poor Bruce Willis, man, going oh, downhill. Yeah. When I heard that, I watched the hard one, two and three. Not really? The, yeah. I was like, I just put them on straight away. Anytime something happens on the news about some fucking actor or some shit, i.e. Bruce Willis, um, Bruce Willis, Will Smith. The Will Smith and Chris Rock collection popped up on Netflix or something. They can do uh, Will Smith shit from Netflix. No, it was on there like that morning. Like I know I was pumping you full of the memes that that the last three days. <laughs> and I remember oh, it's in, actually, it's, if you, if you, I, no, actually it wasn't Netflix. It was. Binge. I'll be honest. Yeah, that whole morning, like that, those two days of like Will Smith, Chris Rock. You you sent me the most fire ones out of everyone. I'll, I'll be honest. Oh. You were on point with that. Yeah. The one with the street fire. <laughs> like- <laughs> We've got to get a T-shirt. Yeah. On, we need to make that into a T-shirt. I can do that. that. That's, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. That one is definitely a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Just that was great. I remember the intro, you know, where they're like standing yes. there and then like, <laughs> Fuck. Winners don't do drugs. <laughs> It was up. I don't know if you've got binge or not. So it wasn't Netflix. Sorry, it was binge. Yeah. So binge had the Will Smith and Chris Rock collection. Yeah. Well, that's like, why because Netflix dumped Will Smith's had last minute. All of like Chris Rock's like shitty fucking movies, and but it had all what? of his. It had all of his comedy gold. Hang on. Through the whole thing, that is actually a very, a very good question. What movies has Chris Rock actually done of note that you would remember? He did Head of State or something, didn't he? Is that the one where he's president? Or yeah. I don't think I've ever watched it. I just it. remember everyone being pimp slapped through that whole movie. Okay, I don't I don't think I ever watched it, man. 
So Chris Rock. Did you ever watch Everybody Hates Chris? The show? Nah, never. Oh, it's come true now anyway. Um, what's he got? Grown Ups. Uh, yeah, the Longest yeah, yeah, Yard. Yeah. Nothing really. Down to Earth. Lethal Weapon. Oh, it was Lethal Weapon 4. Lethal Weapon 4? He was so, in that? I, I, I never saw it, so I wouldn't remember. So I just know him from CB4. Yeah, I've got that on DVD. <laughs> and like all his comedy like all his comedy specials. Okay, hang on. I got discography, books. Where's his filmography? Filmography. Chris Rock filmography. All right, hang on. What have we got here? Film. Okay. Crush Groove. Yeah. Beverly Hills Cop 2. He's a valet. Oh, I'm going to get you sucker. Did you ever see that? That's something you need to see. That, I've seen, I saw that years ago. I've got. <laughs> Is Mr. T in it or a version of Mr. T with all the gold chains? Yeah, there's a version of Mr. T. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a Wayne's Brothers movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that. But it's just- Keenan Ivory Wayne's as opposed to Damon Wayne's. So I remember Sean. that movie being passed through school on VHS. That would have been one of those, man. It's got the best scene where, like, Keenan Ivory Wayne's keeps getting harassed by a, a, a family of midgets. Yep. It's like, a family, Jack, they were just kids. <laughs> a family full of midgets is not considered kids. That's a gang. <laughs> um, New Jack City. Yeah, I remember that. Boomerang, where he's like, Boomerang was a real sliding doors uh, moment where he's with Eddie Murphy. He's working in the hotel. Yeah, and like, was that in, the in, Not the hotel, in the building, like where Eddie Murphy like lives and works it's or like whatever. The feet. Like, Eddie Murphy had anything about feet? Is that the one? <laughs> that reminds me of my cousin. And he always like, look at the... Yeah, man, she had some hammer time and <laughs> If she's wearing pumps that are too small for her and she can't, like, she's got <laughs> buckled up uh, toes. Yeah. And then he finally sleeps with uh, Robin Givens and he's, like, all happy and he's, like, starts hugging her and he sees her feet. Um, the Immortals, Panther, never seen them. Sergeant Bilko. Did you watch that with Steve Martin? Not for a long Sergeant time. Sergeant Bilko was based on, like, an old character and a comic book as well. Yeah, like, he had the, um, were they, like, the motor pool? Yeah. The motor pool guys, in, in yeah. The, uh, yeah, in the army, and, and like Chris Rock was like the mechanic, the head mechanic, or no, something. No, no, like that, no, no. Chris Chris Rock was like a uh, inspector auditor who comes in, and they basically distract him the entire time. Yeah, while they're making it out like they're very sufficient in there, and then like they convince him that the bird that he's coming with has got the hots for him, just to distract him even more. Uh, Beverly Hills Ninja, Chris Farley, yeah, yeah. Um, Doctor Doolittle, his voice, Lethal Weapon Four. Dogma. Do you remember Dogma? Dogma is good in. Rufus. I think Do- Dogma yeah. is like one of those great movies. No, I'm- shit. It <laughs> <laughs> was me 12 months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Down to Earth, which I never saw. AI Artificial Intelligence. Pootie Tang. It was the DJ in that. Pootie Tang. Do you remember Pootie Tang? What a tar. It's got, it's like a. Was he ever in House Party? He wasn't in House Party. No, no. Jane Silent Box Strike Back. He plays Shaka Luther King, that director. <laughs> Shaka Luther King, that's who the fuck I am. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Oh, Jamie Kennedy brings him his coffee. Here you go, sir. <laughs> and he like slaps yeah, his head. Did you spit in this? <laughs> no, no, spit, sir. sir. I can taste the book of flavor. You hate a black man is succeeding, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, sir. It ain't all good. Now clean that shit up. <laughs> Dude. Chris Rock's ability to fire is the best, man. He's just angry. Oh, I think he's on a come up now. Yeah. And Will Smith is on the fucking, on the cancellation list now. Yeah, he's done. Uh, paparazzi. I don't know if he was in Paparazzi. Hmm. Longest Yard. Remember him in Longest Yard? Yeah, he started playing like Adam, Adam yeah. Sandler movies. B-movie, Don't Mess With Zohan, uh, Grown Ups, and then, yeah, it's all over. He got, he got done. No, he didn't get done, but he got caught cheating and his missus took more than half, right? <laughs> <laughs> More than she half. Th- she took. She almost, I think she almost left him broke. 
Really? Yeah, she took everything from him. Is infidelity really enough to like take more than half of your money? Yeah. Yeah, because like you know, you supported him for like twenty, thirty years. Oh, so they were together forever. Yeah, long oh, time. Okay. Isn't that what happened to Doctor Dre? I don't know. Did it? I thought so. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. He's Jesus. She, she cleaned him out as well, right? She tried to clean him out, and she took like a two something like billions worth of settlement. She's like she needs like two million dollars a year. No, like, like per month, like yeah. something stupid, dude. That is the biggest joke. Like I've I've grown accustomed to a lifestyle, so you have to. Mate, go get a job. Like I, I buy a million dollars worth of Bitcoin a month. Uh, <laughs> you know, like I just I, I need my money. Man. I need my Do money. You know what I started? You know what I found the other day? That first original sel- divorce selfie. Do you remember it? The one where he's in the. It's in like a lawyer's office, and he's smiling. <laughs> there's, there's also a second one where he's got a cake, where he's like kicked her, like there's a cake where he's like divorced. There's a bunch of them, but the best one, dude. <laughs> the best one is this guy. And he looks so nondescript. He just looks like your average Joe Blow. Like, there's nothing special about him. Just an average guy. Genuinely looks so happy. And there's, like, an Asian missus in the background who looks really forlorn, like, upset. And, this, and the solicitor, the, the divorce <laughs> lawyer, is just some woman who looks like Miss, uh, Miss Frizzle from, like, the, uh, the school bus. Uh, the magic he, school bus. He looks like he drives a fucking bus. <laughs> <laughs> He Look looks at like his she's so upset. She's so upset. And he's got a dude. He's got a hat on in the divorce lawyer's office, man. <laughs> looks like it. Like uh, I tried to find. I, I actually went deep diving looking for info on that photo, and all the other divorce selfies that popped up. There was a story behind them. That one was just posted on Reddit, and that was it. No one ever knew where it came from. The OG divorce selfie. That'd be a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> They've just been cropped into France yeah, or some shit like that. Do you remember? The, oh, man. Do you know what I remember? Yeah. Do you remember when September 11 happened? And that was when the art of Photoshop first started. And there was that self, there was that photo going around. The guy the, was on top of the tower. The, the, the plane was showing up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, my God, it's real. And what like, was the actual backstory? Because that guy, like, there was a thousand things. That- like, I think it was just a, it's somebody who actually took a photo on there. And then they just, like, self-imposed. September, the- September 11... Um, meme, uh, traveler, tourist. What would you look it up? Tourist. Hang on. Tourist. Nine eleven tourist guy. Know your meme. Here we go. Yeah, this is it, dude. That's it. Yeah. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Okay, here we go. Nah, that, the planes. Yeah, it's fake as hell. Like you'd need, like you'd need a professional camera to pick that up. A if plane it was going coming through. in that close, that fast, you wouldn't be able to get on film. No way. A photo taken by Peter Goosley. Okay. Uh, exploitable Photoshop meme, blah, 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 blah. Overlooking, yada, yada, yada. Origins. Yes, 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 yes. That's fine. Spread. Help me debunk this. Okay. So where the hell is the actual... Okay. There's all the other memes of it. 